And we're back with another episode of the Go Home Show. I'm Jordan here with my boy Nick. We saw this weekend, Saturday night, Slammiversary. So let's let's hop into that. So it opened up with the uh, the Rascals, Dez and Wentz. They had an open challenge that they had put out. And <laughs> so they come to the ring first and they're like, so who, who's going to be, who's answering the open challenge? And all you hear is Motor City. The Motor City machine guns are back, and I popped huge. I was so excited, man. I texted you right away. I knew you were you were marking out for this because I, I when I was watching TNA for a little bit, I did. I knew these guys were like head of the, you know, these were hall, like you said, these were hall of famers of the tag team division in TNA. Yeah, the Motor City machine guns is like probably top three top five tag team for me like one of my favorite tag teams ever for Damn. sure i because I, I loved them in tna and they worked aaw a lot too so yeah. we, i used to see them at the berwin eagles club all the time they're former former aaw tag team champions i dude hail saban i'm pretty sure i have a uh <laughs> like a foam finger signed by chris saban somewhere <laughs> hail saban i like that that's funny that's not it. That <laughs> I thought was it. Behind me. <laughs> I, I love Chris Saban, man. And Alex Shelley. I feel like I've talked about Alex Shelley so much on this show, but one of the most underrated wrestlers ever. Johnny Gargano owes Alex Shelley his whole career because he just stole his whole style. Damn. Yeah, Shots he fired. Admits it he admits it. <laughs> he comes out and says it. So, oh, there you go. Johnny Gargano's wrestling style is literally just Alex Shelley worship. I could see Prove that. Me definitely. Wrong. <laughs> Even from this but match. Man, this match ruled. They did not miss a step. Shelly no. and Shelly and Saban. I don't know the last time they teamed, but they they still got their chemistry. Man, they they were the one of the first teams that like had that modern style of tag team wrestling because like they were before the Young Bucks, they were before the Lucha Brothers, yep. they before the Rascals. And man, they <laughs> so I. What what did you think of this match? I know this is probably one of your not your first impression, but one of your first impressions of the Motor City Machine Guns. So what you think uh, of this one? Yeah, like I like you said, pretty much to echo what you said, it was just smooth. Like, didn't miss, miss a beat. There was no botches. There was no slip ups or anything like that. Especially with these guys, like you said, modern day wrestling. They do the high flying shit. They can do the mat wrestling. They, it was just great. It was a great solid opening match to this pay per view. Yeah, man, I know that. Was, I know that had to be a dream match for Dozen Wentz. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure. As it's, if, I can't see anybody being a tag team wrestler in 2020 and not looking up to the Motor City Machine Guns. They're definitely pioneers, and I was very excited to see them back. And apparently, it's not just a one-time deal. They're back for for a while, seems like, which is awesome. I'm excited. Oof, there's a dream match set up later in the show, which I cannot wait for. <laughs> yeah, you know that's going to happen at some point. And, yeah, Motor City Machine Guns came away with the win, and Chris Saban, his chest was hamburger meat by the end of this, oh, too. Yeah. He they was bleeding purple. In. Like, whew, he was taking some chops. Yeah, and this was such a, like, I don't think Dez and Wentz lose anything from losing this match because it's two legends making their return. Right, of course. But, man, it was a great match. It was oh, awesome way to start the show. Starting off with a surprise and then just a great match overall. Yep. So good. So good, man. <laughs> So next, we have the uh, TNA World title on the line. And 
an old school rules match. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch that. I just I seen Tommy Dreamer grab a trash can lid, and I'm just like, oh shit, is he just gonna get disqualified or something in front of the ref? I didn't know that's it was just hardcore rules. Yeah, it was old school rules. Oh, I'm sorry, old school. So it's Tommy Dreamer, the innovator of violence. The uh, I can't think of another nickname for him. <laughs> and then, he's hardcore. He'll take them both. I'll take them both. I'm hardcore. <laughs> so and his opponent, obviously the TNA World Champion, Mister Impact Wrestling, Moose. It was actually a really fun punter match. Um, at one point, um, <laughs> this this got a really big laugh out of me. So. I think Dreamer lays out some thumbtacks and he tries to put Moose into him. Moose isn't going. He ain't going. And then Moose is trying to push Dreamer's face into the thumbtacks and he yells, I never watched ECW. (laughs) (laughs) That killed me. I love that because I'm like, damn, is he really going to? Because I thought he was going to put him in it. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I, he was real close to putting his face in there. I was like, oh, my God. Well, he technically did. He slammed him into it at the end. But Yeah, but I wouldn't put it past Tommy and do some shit like this, even though yeah, he should <laughs> Tommy Dream is crazy. He's too old to be doing this shit. Crazy Dude, Tommy. Moose, Moose's dropkick is great. I love in the promo package that they did before this match, Tommy says, you played for Brady, and you played for, uh, was it Michael Vick? Yeah, and you were a, just a foot footnote in the NFL, and you're going to be a footnote in, in wrestling. I'm like, damn, Tommy Jimmy shooting on him. <laughs> I said he kind of just put him over by saying he played for Vic and Brady. <laughs> yeah, but hey, he's still a jobber, according God. to Tommy Dreamer. But Tommy Dreamer did the job here because yep. Moose, it's the No Jack Hammer needed. They changed the name of it to Lights Out. I refuse to call it the Lights Out Spear. It's No Jack Hammer needed. <laughs> that's such a secret name <laughs> it is way better name because it's just like i don't need to do a jackhammer my spear is enough exactly so moose retains his tna world heavyweight championship so next we have the uh, number one contenders for the knockouts uh championship they had a gauntlet which is basically a, a battle royal royal rumble type gimmick yep so tasha steals in his first for you all right who's you the f- guy in drag so it's it wasn't supposed to be. It's supposed to be. So Johnny Bravo is Taya's manager, okay. and the the gimmick was that Taya didn't like her original um, placement in the match, so he comes out wearing her gear to try to fool so, them so she could come later at the match. <laughs> I was just very confused on what the fuck was going on. So yeah, Tasha Steeles comes out first, and then Kylie Ray enters next. Shout out to Kylie Ray, Chicago Hardcore. And then Taya Valkyrie comes out. But as you just stated, it was not Taya Valkyrie. It was Johnny Bravo in Taya Valkyrie's gear. He immediately gets eliminated. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so next comes out Kimberly. Kimberly rules. Mm-hmm. There's, there was like a lot of entrance before there was an elimination because it was Kimberly, Kiara Hogan came out next, Susie, and then Tasha Steele's gets eliminated by a super kick from Kylie mm-hmm. and next comes out Katie Forbes and she just comes out and twerks and yeah I didn't it's just uh, there. It's also, I also caught me off guard I know she's married to Rob Van Dam yeah or his girlfriend or something yeah I, I didn't know that this was that was just like her gimmick was just twerking basically that that's her gimmick yep 
she's from Twerk Town, USA, is what they they uh, announced her as. So that's the Twerk gimmick. Town, USA. <laughs> I've never been there. I swear it. <laughs> she's the mayor, apparently. She's the mayor. The the uh, the town clerk. She she runs it all. She's apparently, the whole, the whole fucking show. The whole effing show. There you go. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't want to do to make it too like Royal Rumble where there's like a countdown. So they just send them out randomly. Well, there's a countdown on the screen, but they didn't like do like a countdown like audibly. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Like on the screen behind that, like a little graphic. It was that's like what I'm. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Uh, yeah. Okay. I didn't catch that. Maybe they so did next it. comes. <laughs> yeah. So next comes out Madison rain. She's followed by Jessica Havoc. And then Taya actually enters the match. And then they're just, it's all like a big brawl because it's still not an elimination for a while. And after Taya enters uh, Alicia Edwards, which is Eddie Edwards' wife or ex wife, I don't know if they're still together. I I think they are still together. Okay. Something. And then Nevaeh enters <laughs> and Rosemary follows her. There's some more brawling back and forth. Nevaeh hits like a cool tag team with Jessica Havoc. I forget what exactly it was. They were like a, what was it? It was like a neck breaker, but they had, she had her on her knee or something. Yeah. Pretty cool. They were both wearing like similar outfits too. Yeah. They're they like a, they're a team. They're both from Ohio. Boo. Oh, hey, boo. boo. <laughs> so what, who is the, uh, John, I'm assuming the Johnny Bravo character was the same guy who came out dressed as Rosemary. As Rosemary. Yeah. Oh, he because, did. He did the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the double the double shift exactly because he's like uh rosemary and taya have like a t- partnership friendship thing right now and i guess rosemary asked him to do the same thing that taya did and that's why taya was confused and i i don't gotcha. know yeah there you go that, I, johnny that, bravo. That, yeah johnny bravo's out there isn't johnny bravo isn't that the same name as the cartoon of the dude who yeah that's like yeah, okay. the Cartoon Network cartoon, Johnny Bravo. Hit the monkey with me. We're over to the dance. Yeah, like, hey, baby. It was pretty much just Elvis, but he had yeah, like, it was just Elvis hair. with blonde hair. Exactly. <laughs> but next, Kylie Ray went on a tear in this match. She eliminated Madison Rain. And after she eliminates Madison, Kimberly eliminates Alicia and Nevaeh at the same time, which then Kylie eliminates Kimber. She's, she's going off. She had like. Yeah, Probably, I'd say five eliminations in a ten-person match. I think and they're all eleven if you back. count, or I mean six if you count uh, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> I would not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the final three comes down to be Taya, Rosemary, and Kylie. And obviously, since they have a friendship, Kylie gets teamed up on by uh, Taya and Rosemary. And at one point, Rosemary has Kylie about to. She has like. She's trying to do a, a Rana over the rope, basically. But Taya tries to come over and do the gimmick where she eliminates Kylie while Rosemary hangs on, but it don't work that way. Rosemary mm-hmm. falls out. So the final two are Kylie Ray and Taya Valkyrie. And man, so the finish comes where Kylie hits a destroyer that she it was like a I think Taya went up for like a Death Valley driver, but Kylie reverses it into a destroyer, then hits a super kick, and hits the one, two, three. So she's the number one contender. So I I called this, I think, last week or the week before. I said Kylie Ray's got a uh, knockouts title reign coming. And yeah, because you were saying that they've been pushing her. 
Yeah, definitely. And she should because Kylie Ray's for sure, in my opinion, one of the best women's wrestlers out there right now. She rules. So next, uh, Heath Miller. He's got kids. He's got <laughs> he, kids. He Slater jumps a barricade and enters the ring. Apparently he's has a job. Saying, yeah, he's, he's, well, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Nope, we don't know yet. <laughs> he comes out basically saying he's the hottest free agent and he's here. And then Rohit Raju comes out and says, you're not taking my spot, blah, 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 blah. Who do you think you are? That he lays him out, hits him with like a, kind of like a zigzag sort of, but it was like, uh, just like a running neck breaker, I guess. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I don't think yeah, I've yeah. seen him do that before. Me either. No. I'm really interested to see him work a match outside of WWE. Like, I'm really, really interested to see how that's going to go. Yeah, same because like, he's he's got the look. He's 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 jacked now. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely in shape now. Not that he wasn't before, but yeah, definitely. But he definitely had a little bit of a little bit of more motivation. Kind of wants to prove everybody wrong type of deal. But I'm excited to see what Heath does outside of WWE for sure. It's also crazy we just saw him. You know. Last week on two Raw, weeks ago, yeah, or two weeks, ago, yeah, it was. Actually, it probably was last week. I think that's nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was last week. Wow! Shout out to Heath. Yep. So next we had the exhibition title match, which was one of the matches I was most excited about. Chris Bay, the King of Finesse, against Chocolate <laughs> Thunder Willie Mac. Yep. Willie Willie Mac comes out in the Razor Ramon gear. Yeah, he's got the chocolate bars. The <laughs> yeah, instead <laughs> of the razors. Awesome. Yeah, I thought that was sick. <laughs> I didn't notice he, that was Razor Ramon until you just said that. It's so funny. Yeah, he comes up. He had the chocolate bars. He comes up with the toothpick and flicks it at the camera like. Yeah, I don't that fucked. Now, yeah, of course. Now it makes sense. It's yeah, all together. Man, Here this match started out quick and it did not stop. <laughs> no, definitely not. Dude, like they started off just duking it out real quick, and of uh, probably within the first like three minutes of match, Willie Mac hits a nasty neck breaker on the ground, or was it Chris Bay who hit it? Um, one of them took a nasty neck breaker from the. It was Chris to Bay took it onto the mats outside the ring. Oh, like it was. It was like a nasty. hanging neck breaker too. Yeah, like hanging neck neck breaker from the apron. Nasty. <laughs> yeah, it was rough for sure. Even Cyrus the virus on commentary was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Don Callis. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Cyrus. He was my first. The first. Uh, probably the most hated. Heel, oh yeah, he was in ECW. Everybody was hated that man. <laughs> yeah, I legit thought he was working for the network. <laughs> I was, uh, he got worked. Yeah, I got worked. <laughs> he was just that good. Yeah, he was great heel man. But this match was awesome. Uh, Willie Mack hits an exploder to the corner, which was nasty. Um, Chris Bay hits like this crazy. He like springboarded into a crucifix bomb. So, yeah, yeah. This is the move that you showed me on. T- uh, you yeah, sent me Twitter, on Twitter yeah. that he had been practicing, and he didn't get all of it. Yeah, I think it's just because Willie's a bigger dude. I don't think he got a hold of him as well yeah. as he could with like a smaller guy. But it still like it hurt. <laughs> yeah, you got the you get the idea for sure. This yeah. was my favorite match I think of the whole show. He, um, Willie Mack, when he did that exploder into the corner, whoever uh, Josh Matthews or, or Cyrus, one of the two. They were like, Willie Mack is a big guy, and you don't normally see stuff like this. It was like he knew. It was like on cue. He's like, he could do stuff like this, and then he did the yeah. loader. It was just set up very. It was set up perfectly. It was awesome, man. Um, the finish comes where Chris Bay hits a springboard cutter, which he's calling the Art of Finesse now. It's a mm. sick name. 
<laughs> and Willie got spiked on that. <laughs> he sold and it. For the one, two, three, New X Division champ, Chris Bay. And I've been speaking about highly of Chris Bay for like two months straight. And it finally yes. came true. Chris Bay is the X Division champion. You're not mad about it, huh? I'm not not at all. I love Willie Mack, but Chris Bay, he's a young dude. He's the future, man. I think he's got he's got a lot of charisma too, the way he carries himself. Definitely. He's a he's a star for sure. Yeah, I wasn't mad about either. You know, I was happy if either one of them won. Yeah, definitely. It was just an awesome match. I had a lot of fun watching this one. Same. So so next we get a backstage segment with uh Heath and Rhino, <laughs> which is awesome to see <laughs> them reunited, man. I love that. Big hug. <laughs> And then Scott Demore comes by. He's like, oh, wow, what a great moment, guys. You know, uh, it's good to see you together. But, uh, Heath, I I heard your promo out there, and you said you're a free agent, and the key word there is uh, free. That means you don't work here. Uh, it's kind of a closed set pandemic and all, so I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> Damn. He's playing it straight. <laughs> I love that his gimmick is going to be he still doesn't have a job. <laughs> But then Rhino's, he's like, I'll work something out. I'll work something out. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. I think I think he'll be there be next a, week. Yeah, there's going to be a cool story for him getting, like, earning his job, I think it's going to be, which is going to be cool. So next was the uh, Impact Tag Titles match, which I thought this was, a, like, a really good match, honestly. This when you see When you see the name Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock as a team together, you don't know what to think, but they actually worked really well together in this match. And I thought it was a really fun match. <laughs> um, there was a lot of really cool tag sequences, which surprised me that Ken and uh, Sammy had like some cool tag team moves they were doing together. Yeah, because you automatically go into it thinking that they're going to lose because the other team has the titles and they have an actual name and like matching yeah. gear. They're more fitting of a tag team than Sammy and Ken Shamrock were. Obviously, they worked well together, but they were obviously thrown together because uh, they didn't have anything for either one of them to do, maybe. or Yeah. Yeah. But it was but, a good match, like you said. Yeah, it was great. Uh, <laughs> Ethan Page. I th- I think Ethan Page is one of my favorite wrestlers right now. This man rules. <laughs> he's a, Every time I see a match with him, he has me dying. At one point, he does a spin kick and yell, he yells. You know, he hits a spin kick on Sammy, spin kick on... Samick and goes, I'm the karate man. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so stupid. I like him too, though, because we we'll talk about it later. The the Joey Janelle uh, spring break. Yeah, yeah, he was in that too. Rules, man. Ken Shamrock's crazy. Also, this man's 56 years old. He did a tope missed. <laughs> he has a he's just shredded still too. Oh, he's jacked. <laughs> UFC Hall of Famer. Like, yep. just pressing this man's doing a tope con hulo and missing. <laughs> what? Like, why? <laughs> and it wasn't like a botch miss. Like, dude just moved. Right. Ethan right. just moved out the it way. Was, he Ken took the bump. It. <laughs> Crazy. And, but, man, the finish of this match was sick. I love the, the North's tag team finish. The, like, it's like a tag team styles clash. So sick. Yeah. But they ended up winning the match. And after the match, <laughs> Paige looks at Samrock and goes, get him out of my ring. <laughs> <laughs> and the North cut a promo basically saying a year ago, they said that they're going to be the best tag team in the world. And look at them now a year as the impact tag champions. And they're basically saying we went through a whole division. There's nobody left. We're the best tag team in impact history. 
And he's, they were like, nobody else is out there that can stop us. And at this point, I'm thinking, oh, here comes the Good Brothers. Yeah, no, I thought sir. so too. Motor City. And I was like, oh, God, yes. This is a dream match, bro. Definitely. So basically, Motor City Machine Guns come out. And they both got a really good promo too. They Neither of them have missed a step on the mic either. They basically said, yeah, um, I hear you talking. And basically, if you were as good as you think you are, you wouldn't have to come out here and say you're the best. We've been the best for years. Maybe for the past year, you've been the best here. But now we're back. And I just talked talk to Scott Demore in this Tuesday on Impact on Access TV and Twitch. There's a tag team <laughs> title match, the North and the Motor City Machine Guns. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. That's what I'm <laughs> watching right so there. Good. Yeah, I'm for sure. Like I watch it every week, but that's I'm ready. I'm so excited for that. I know you're pumped for that for sure. That's gonna be a great match. So next we get a little bit of a Rich Spawn promo in the back saying he's got his eyes on the world title once he's ready for, or once he's back from his injury. Wink wink. <laughs> uh, I I didn't expect what happened, but he, I so Rich basically tore his he did something to us. Like he broke his leg or tore his uh, tendon in his ankle or something like a few months ago, like six months ago, I want to say. He legit he, was yeah, injured. Legit. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he, he's been out for like six, eight months. But yeah, he's basically saying once I'm off my injury, I'm, I'm coming for that belt. So we'll see what happens later in the show with that. <laughs> but next is what I think was the best match on the show. Jordan Grace and Deanna Parazu. This match, it was for the, the Knockouts Championship. This match was stiff. Very <laughs> stiff. It was very technically sound. Both these both these women are great. I've been speaking the praises of both of them for weeks leading up to this match, but I loved it. I can't believe the way they treated Diana Parazu in NXT, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't even remember. Like, if you would have said Diana Parazu, yeah, like, <laughs> if, like, what do you think about her? I would say, who? And NXT when she was in NXT, like yeah. I've heard more about her in the little time she's been in TNA than or Impact, sorry, than the whole time in NXT. And obviously yeah. she spent more time there. It's crazy. They had her losing every week, basically. They had her on all three brands losing. Like yep. job and heavy. It. But man, she's in a great spot here. There's so much in this match. Jordan Grace does like a sick to- uh, tope suicida where she like dives through, and as she hits the ground, she immediately starts landing. So Deanna with punches. Yep. I love, I love that. Yeah, where she's not just a dive; like it's a dive with like I'm, <laughs> I'm about to beat you. <laughs> right, right, right. Like she immediately landed, started punching her, which is awesome. Uh, there was a lot of really good suplexes out on in this match. There was like a a moment where they did, went and traded German suplexes, which was sick. Uh, what else? Anything else from this match that stood out to you? Just like what you said, to echo what you said was it was stiff. Both were great. I didn't know what to. I honestly didn't know what to expect from either one. Like I said, this most of the show was new to me, or you know, I kind of got it quickly what was going on. But yeah, yeah, both of the, this was. I don't know the X Division title match. I really liked, but this was up there for sure. I, I think this is my personal favorite for sure of the show. But the finish comes when Deanna puts on a nasty armbar. Well, a at first it's just a nasty, it's a nasty Fujiwara armbar with just the one arm, and then she transitions it into having both arms. And yep. she like the way her arms were bending, I was like cringing. It looked like it hurt so yeah. bad. And I'm—I don't mean this is the wrong way. She's a big girl. 
Yeah. Jordan Grace is a big girl. So for yeah. her to get both arms back that far. Yeah, definitely. Oof, had That's to hurt. Mama Pump. She's, she's built. She's, yep. <laughs> she, those are not small arms. Definitely she's not. Built. Absolutely. Got a lot of muscle. And for her to be able to have those muscles bent in that way, that don't feel good. <laughs> no, definitely not. And she, I didn't even know she tapped. She verbally tapped. Yeah, she ver- she verbally submitted. And yep. Deanna Peraza is now the impact knockout champion, which is huge for her because she was getting wasted for the past two years. She was in NXT. So yep. I don't know if you knew this, but she was actually supposed to be on All In, but she got pulled because she ended up getting signed with WWE. Oh, no, I didn't know that. She was going to be in that four-way? Yeah. That's dope. So she's now the Impact Women's Champion or Knockout Champion, which is awesome. Ain't good for her. She deserves. So that that leads to the main event for the Impact World Title: the inevitable Ace Austin, Trey Miguel, Eddie Edwards, and a mystery opponent. So first, the first three announced competitors come out and they're like, "Okay, who's going to be the the mystery opponent?" And Rich Swan's music hits, and I'm like, "What?" He comes out on crutches, drops the crutches, and starts dancing. I'm like, okay, that's that's the surprise, though. Like, right? Had, I thought the same. Had, like, okay, it's fine, I guess. And then he gets to the ring, and you see uh, the world class maniac logo pop up on the screen. I'm like, okay, let's go. Eric Young is back <laughs> in, in Impact Wrestling. TNA legend. Imp- oh, Eric Young's so good, man. He looked great in this match too. Yes, he did. He, he looked. <laughs> He was Bro, probably just right. happy to be wrestling again. Oh, yeah. He hasn't done he, anything since Sanity. When he was yeah. On that, he, that he, he, they, they pulled him up to the main roster and did nothing with him. Yep. So this match, Eric Young said, first match out, I'm going to bleed. <laughs> yeah. He did. It took some, like a chunk out of his, above it, his eyebrow. I don't know where it happened, but he had a decent chunk taken out of his eyebrow. Yeah. yeah I don't, the same thing. I don't know where it happened. Who this is the guy that's with match. Ace Austin? That's Madman Fulton. He used to be in OVE with uh, Callahan. Okay, I feel like I've seen him somewhere else, like a different company. Because oh, he too. he was he was Sawyer Fulton in uh, NXT too. Okay, that's where I've seen him. Because that tattoo, yep. I, I'm, I'm like sorry, I've seen yeah. that tattoo somewhere yeah. before. He was in NXT before he came to Impact for sure. Huh, that's odd. They didn't do shit with him, huh? He's a big boy. Nope. Yeah, I don't know. He can move too. But yeah, he can. It, there's real uh, Diesel and Shawn Michaels vibes with him and Ace Austin. Yes, 100%. Sure. It's awesome. But this match ruled, man. There's so much there's so much happened in this match. Uh, Trey Miguel hits one of the craziest destroyers I've seen in my life. He So he ducks a line from Eddie Edwards, slides on his knees, yep. jumps up from his knees through the bottom rope into a destroyer. I was like, what? Impressive. <laughs> super impressive. Because he like literally like a guitar slide on his knees through the ropes, yeah. still hit the destroyer like insane. And apparently he tweeted that was the first Canadian destroyer he's ever done. I believe it. I mean, <laughs> and it was impressive. Ridiculously that was his first smooth. One. Ridiculously smooth. Like yep. I've never seen anybody do anything like that before. Like slide the fact like slide on your knees and jump up from your knees into a destroyer in yeah. one fluid motion. Like it, it was like ridiculously smooth. I, uh, Trey McGill's the man. <laughs> he's so good. There's a reason he's in the main event. Yeah. And another crazy spot with Trey. He, uh, I forget what exactly happened. 
I think it was a okay. I think it was a meteora he hits, and he rolls through out of the meteora, and then Eric Young immediately catches him into a power driver. Mm. Like he somersaulted into the power driver, but Eric Young looked like he'd been waiting. That that was years of WWE pent up aggression in that power driver. Yeah. Was, he like jumped up fully <laughs> into the power driver, Vince McMahon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was that like he like fully jumped into the. It wasn't like a power driver. He just like sits down. He jumped and just said, "You're, yeah. you're taking this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he killed him with it. He was taking liberties. It was nasty. Eric Young has one of the best power drivers. Like, like a just a straight up power driver. In my opinion, he hits it like nasty every time, and he hadn't done it in years because it's banned in WWE. So right, there's not too many people that you know, it's not too often you see them. Especially you don't see them in WWE, but. Just oh, you, you you see a Canadian destroyer, but you can't. See, they don't, they won't let you do a pile driver because of what happened with uh, Austin. With Austin, really? Or Owen broke his neck on the two stone. Or or draws too. Yeah, I guess it's just a combination. Hmm. Makes so, sense, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. He's been waiting to do that pile driver, and I'm glad he did because it was nasty. <laughs> it looked like it, yeah. But he ended up eliminating uh, Trey with that, and. Then after that, Rich Swan rolled up Eric Young, and I was like, "Oh wow!" I kind of thought Eric Young was gonna be the top, like the final three. Yeah, I figured whoever the mystery guest was was gonna win it. Yeah, so he, <laughs> Rich Swan, rolls up Eric Young, and he probably just <laughs> he probably regretted that immediately because Eric Young snaps, snapped he, off. He destroys Rich Strong's uh, Swan's knee. It was nasty. Like he was. <laughs> He pilmanized the, the knee with the chair. He put the ch- wrapped his knee around the rope and hit it with the chair. And I was like, "Oh Ooh, man!" Like it hurt. And that's what was hurt before, right? Yeah, that was. Yep. Oh man! He went right back after it. He said, "You want to come back and then roll me up?" It ain't gonna go down that way. <laughs> and he said it very raspy. And after that, after his knee gets destroyed, Swan tries to fight back against Ace Austin, who comes in to capitalize, but. It don't work. Ace Austin hits the fold, which is the I love that move because he stacks people like it's like a blockbuster. But the way he hits it, like he grab, I don't even know how to describe it. It's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I love that move. But he ended up went beating Swan with that. And the final two are Ace Austin and Eddie Edwards. And at this point, what are you thinking? Like I'm thinking I don't know. It could go either way because I know Eddie's kind of the veteran of the group, and he's been around for a while. We saw him in Warrior, and we've seen yeah. him a few times, but. Eddie Edwards rules. But I know that you were talking about Ace Austin being pushed and yeah. he's been in this match. And you just said the Sean Diesel thing, which says a lot. So I could I could have seen him getting the title to Ace Austin, like putting on a fresh face. Yeah, I definitely thought that's how it's going to go. But this the the final, like, which is like probably five to seven minutes of this match were just those two. And they they had a really good back and forth, honestly. I thought it was awesome. They had They put on a good showing, but... Eddie Edwards ends up getting the win here with like a nasty, it was like a muscle buster driver type thing. I don't know what he calls it, but it was yeah. nasty. <laughs> but he stacked him up and got the win on it, and that was it. He got Eddie Edwards is the Impact uh, Heavyweight Champion, second time, right? Two yeah, second time. Yeah, he's been in Eddie Edwards rules. He's been from the days in the uh, the American Wolves with Davey Richards. Um, he had a great run in ROH, former ROH world champion, five-time Impact Tag champion. He has a whole lot of accolades and dude rules, and I'm glad. I'm not mad at it. I kind of wanted Ace to win just because a, a young, fresh face, but face champion with all the new people who are coming in, I think that's a good way to go. 
Yeah, especially with what happened after he won the title. Exactly. So Madman following the tax from behind, and then the Good Brothers come out for the save. I love that <laughs> they're going under. The, they're under the Good Brothers. That's like their name now. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> they Gallows almost slipped on the way down. Did you see that? Did I did see that? that. What the fuck was that from? Like it was just. I think- there's something, probably, something like water on the ramp or something. You almost so I'm like, that. yeah, that's what I'm like. But where did water come from? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Orange Cassidy. <laughs> but yeah, they come out, make the save. They crack some uh, talking shop beers with, <laughs> with Eddie Edwards to end the show. And they, they uh, Josh Matthews signs off. He says, all right, this is Slammiversary. Thank you. Cuts away for a second. And then the three lines pop up on the screen. And I was like, oh. Somebody turns. It is EC3. He has a cup of whiskey in his hand, finishes it off, throws it at the wall, and that's how the show ends. So nice. EC3 has returned to Impact. I love that, man. It was it was awesome. Impact yeah. put on a great show. They were they got some really big buzz out of this. This is a great showing. A lot of good pickups for them. Like I said, they they opened up the checkbook for all these recently uh available free agents. It definitely opened that checkbook up. That's for sure. And I, I, they were trending number one on Twitter. Now, when was the last time Impact trended number one? I don't know. Maybe when, um, t- uh, what the fuck? Tessa, Tessa Blanchard, maybe when she won. Maybe I don't know. I think I think this is a bigger. I think, I think you're this right. Is getting more buzz though. In I my think opinion. you're right. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm glad Impact's getting some eyes because, like, I've I've been saying for months, Impact's a really fun show. Mm-hmm. You have, and like I said, hearing you talk about it, and I know that you were looking forward to this, and I was not disappointed either watching this. I'm glad we watched it. Definitely, man. Definitely. It's a great show, and I, I wouldn't be against watching more of their pay-per-views in the future. Yeah, I'm definitely down. They they announced uh, Bound for Glory for October 20th, I think it is, so I'm definitely definitely looking forward to talking about that on here also. So was this was Slammiversary, is that their WrestleMania? Oh uh, yeah, it's their anniversary show, so I would say so. Either okay. that or Bound for Glory, both big oh, okay. shows. Nice. But yeah, that was Impact Slammiversary. 